Carl here from Games, Brains and a Headbanger Life, GBHBL.com for short. And it's my pleasure to be speaking with legendary vocalist John Bush of heavy metal band Armoured Saint. John, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. How's your day been? Well, it's, I've only been out for about uh, half an hour. Um, not so true. I've been out for an hour now because I did one interview before this. Um, I have my coffee and um, that's important. And um, I wash some dishes and, uh, you know, some, some chores around the house. And, uh, and now I'm on interview number two with you, Carl. So I'm excited. It's normal life, basically. It's not very rock star, but it is life. You know what, man? It is really my life, and it's uh, it's it's pretty uh, on rock star. But a lot of the way I live is. But um, you know, we'll let people think their fantasy world that John doesn't do dishes or take out the garbage. But um, these are things that I really do do. <laughs> Absolutely. And what about 2020 in general? Obviously, we live in the COVID times. How have you been holding up, basically? Um, I've been holding up fine. Uh, you know, we, um, those first three months were a little bit different, of course, in life for everybody. Um, but we were trying to be as productive as possible and take advantage of spending a lot of time with our family and, um, you know, uh, <clears throat> making some meals and going in our backyard and eating them. And, um, hanging out with our kids, uh, watching a lot of movies, but we do that anyway. Um, just really, uh, you know, trying to stay lay low and um, do our best to kind of help beat this thing. As the months have gone on, we've been a little busier um, to uh, our business. That, uh, is my wife's business that has picked up steam and we've been working more, but um, you know, everyone's trying to still be safe and, um, luckily, Armored Saint was able to make the record and put our record out in this year. So I guess in a way, that's a major accomplishment considering mm. the circumstances. But um, we were lucky because our record was already, we already were um, in the mix mode when um, the quarantine happened. So all we had to do is give give it to Jay Rustin and, and he mixed it and, and it didn't affect any of the actual um, recording. So mm. that was good. Good luck. Yeah. And did you find it kind of took pressure off yourself and the rest of the band in regards to the work that takes place from, all right, you finished writing and now you've got to get to release date? Well, Armored Saint has a history of having some questionable luck through our career, that's for sure. Um, but this time we had some really good luck because, like I said, we actually were done with the writing. So, if, uh, I mean, the, the, the recording, excuse me. So, you know, it... it if it was like old bad luck armored saint, we would have we would have been we would have gone right in the studio like the day the quarantine happened, and then nobody could be together, and we would have to be kind of just uh, trying to figure out what to do. Mm. But like I said, we were done. We were done with the actual recording of it. So it was as simple as just giving it to Jay, let him mix it. He didn't want us to be present anyway. We would just be a nuisance. He sent us stuff online and listened to it, and we gave the thumbs up because it sounded amazing. So we were real fortunate with that. Um, you know, it, it would have really been a bummer to have this kind of prevent that from continuing, and it didn't, and we were lucky. Yeah, yeah. And as of the, as of the time of recording, we're a matter of weeks away from the release of Punch in the Sky, eighth album. 
Where's your head at in regards to it now? Are you still in love with it or are you sick to <laughs> death of hearing those tracks? Well, I'm trying not to. Um, we are rehearsing for this live stream show, so we have been rehearsing a few new songs because we've been playing four new songs. But um, I'm I really haven't listened to it lately because I really don't want to burn out on it. You know, it's kind of you know right away when you're getting all the mixes, you're listening to a lot and you're very into it, and then you kind of put it away a little bit because, like I said, and like you said, you don't want to kind of you just don't want to get tired of it right away. And um, so, um, other than the new songs that we're playing. Uh, for this live stream, you know, I, I haven't listened to it for a bit, but I, I, I'm really proud of it. I think it's a killer record. I'm really stoked on it. I think it's it just shows a continuation of the Armored Saint uh, progress that we've made. And um, and I think it's just, it's, a, it's you know, I think I'm really over the moon over it. I think it's a great album. Well, obviously, Armored Saint are beloved. Um, does that add any weight of expectation on you or is that something perhaps you guys do yourselves well i think that we're honest with ourselves about the music that people want to hear from us but we also um we also are our own musicians and so we want to do the things that are fulfilling to us so i think that combination is it works because we we write songs that we that we think are pushing us pushing the boundaries further apart taking chances, um, sticking our neck out there and doing things that maybe are, are a little unusual or something we haven't done before. And at the same time, writing songs and making music that is is right in the wheelhouse of what people expect from us. Mm. So I think it's that, it's that combination um, that I think has is, is really been effective for us. Um, I don't want to just write a bunch of songs that people expect from us because I think that would be conservative in a way. Um, at the same time, you know, I'm not going to try to convince you, Carl, that this new, you know, trip hop, uh, coffee house, bluegrass metal tune is on the new record and is is really going to work. You know, I think we know somewhat of the limitations of the band. Um, but if we can incorporate, you know, different instruments and take an idea from something like that and then bring it in with a cool riff and a big vo vocal part. You know what I mean? It's like sliding in these ideas mm. where you can to just kind of make the record have a different color. I think those are the things that we do, like the Yulian bag bagpipes, uh, you know, pipes in the beginning of, of Giants. When you hear that, it just it's just sets such a tone. It sounds so great. Um, we had some cool keyboards that Dizzy Reed played on our record, and we were really lucky that he did that. Um, some cool... Um, uh, different instrumentations a lot of vocals things a lot more background vocals on this album so it's again it's about finding the ways that you can bring these ideas in to make it work along with the power of the band and i think we've been doing that really well absolutely armored saint but fresh and interesting for you guys more than anything else i think you know you got to you know i mean I love metal. You know, I, I was raised on metal, and 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 I, you know, I, I owe my music career to metal, basically. And it's, mm. I can, it's in blood, really, right? But um, but I love all kinds of music, and we all do, and I think we always have, and we always wanted to kind of use those ideas from from other things like old school soul and jazz fusion, and you know, heck, uh, you know, last train home. 
I always say that the beat is like a salsa beat, you know, and that's like, you wouldn't think of that when you hear it, but that it really is the beat. Um, so it's taking those different ideas of all the different music that we like. And like I said, injecting it and finding a way for it to work within the, the armor saying sound and the, and the armor saying songs that we write. And I think by willing to take those chances, I think that's what is going to separate us and, and make us be the band that we, we want to be. So, um, as well as, you know, just a great heavy riff that is just very memorable or a big chorus part or a really cool bluesy verse section. You know, I mean, that's I founded my whole career on, on trying to sing that way. So it's, um, you know, we just it's fun to write music and it's fun to make music and and see where you are musically in comparison to where you were, you know. 15 years ago, 20 mm. years ago, 40 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, yourself, when it comes to the lyrics, was there one specific thing you focused on or were there a number of different ideas for specific songs? Well, on this record, let's face it, Carl, there's a lot of things to choose from out there in the world and what's happening in our life, right? Mm. I mean, there's a whole plethora of ideas out there to look at, right? Um, but it's, it's, I try to write in a way lyrically where there's, there's some specific ideas and yet some stuff you have to read between the lines. So, um, you know, I, I always find it interesting if somebody tells me, oh, I get this from that song. And I think that's the particular idea behind it. Am I right? And I always say, yeah, you're always right. If that's what you get from it. So, um, I like to write that way. I like to write in a way where sometimes the meaning is it can change or the meaning is, is a little unsure. Certainly certain songs are more specific than others. Um, and sometimes they're a little more direct. Um, but looking out in the world, living in the now and seeing how that kind of equates with maybe the future or even the past. Um, those are the kind of things I think are really interesting. So, um, pushing myself in a way to use different words. Um, always trying to make sure I don't repeat lyrics, although I do sometimes. Um, things I read, um, conversations I have, you know, these are the things that are inspirational to me. As you said, poke your head out that the window and it's there. It is more than ever right now, right? I mean, look uh, at this year that we've had, it's crazy. And in America, we still have an election to go through. So. I mean, I don't even know what's going to happen. It's, I'm smiling. I'm really a little concerned, but hey, you know, I guess well, this is this is life. We're living it. Come the end of the year, the UK leaves the European Union. We've got our own crap to deal right, with. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, right. You're going through it too. And then I heard COVID cases in the UK were the highest yesterday ever, which I was just like, why? You know, God. So, um you know, it's been a it's been a wacky year. It has been, and mm. you know, we, it was funny because they said 2000 was going to be the year. You know, all the the new millennium or or what is uh, Y2K. You know, and it's like here it is, and they were just off like 20 years. It was yeah. this year. <laughs> it was this year. You're talking about wacky things. Then you're going to be part of that wackiness Saturday, October 10th, this coming Saturday. You're doing the live record release show. Whiskey a go go on Hollywood online streaming. How are you feeling about this? It's going to be fun. It's going to mm. be a little weird, um, a little unusual because you're really just paying, playing to cameras and 
um, there's not going to be anybody there except for, you know, maybe Tracy Vera and my wife, Tori. Um, and, you know, maybe our agent Dan is going to come um, and the, the crew that are filming us. But um, it'll be fun. I mean, it's going to be cool to play new songs. We've been mm. rehearsing them and they sound great. And so that's going to be exciting. Anytime you play new songs for the first time, it, it always is really, it gives you a new kick of freshness. So um, it's going to be fun. Um, like I said, it's going to be a little unusual and a little weird um, just because playing in front of nobody. It's going to be a little bit like playing a rehearsal, but yet you you got to really put out because people are watching it. So you can't just stand there. Not that we ever do anyway, because even in mm. rehearsal, we actually are pretty active. But um, I, I think it's going to be fun. It's, it's um, We're playing, like I said, four new songs, and we're going to play some deep tracks, a couple unusual ones, and then we're going to play you know some, some more singing hits, and uh, it'll be fun. I'll imagine it's going to probably, as you say, take you a minute or two to adjust to the fact that there's no audience. Um, a lot of bands, and I'm sure yourselves included, feed off the live energy as much as anything else, right? Yeah, I mean, there's you know times when the crowd sings certain parts, I'll stick the mic out there, and I don't have that luxury this time. So, um, you know, it's, I think in rehearsal, we've been, like I said, we've been really kind of rocking out a little bit more than maybe we would normally because um, in preparation for this. And like I said, everything, it's just not the norm. So whatever, you just do it. You know, we 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 do like playing and we, we still like having a good time making music together and performing. So it's just going to be a little different performance. That's all. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe some funny banter, hopefully in between songs and, um, I don't know. It would have been, you know, what they're doing in a lot of um, uh, sporting events here in America and baseball and stuff and football. They've been having cardboard cutouts of people mm. have season tickets, and then um, they put them up in the stadium. And it's funny. I was thinking that would be kind of fun, you know. I mean, obviously we didn't do this, but um, you know, it would have been cool if some people would have sent like cardboard cutouts and we would have like put them up around the the venue. It would have been pretty funny. But that would have been cool. So yeah. considering you're doing this live stream show, do you think Armored Saint are in a good place and comfortable with the modern trappings of being in a band? So we are talking the social media aspect and the long bills to, to release where you have to drip feed content. Well, I'm probably not a good example of that because I, I don't have any social media. Um, I've chosen not to do that. It's mm -hmm. just uh, it's a preference. Um, I just kind of would rather be a little bit more private about my life. And, um, of course, the band needs it. The band has to be very prevalent on social media and Instagram. And luckily, Joey is, is very active when it comes to, you know, Armored Saints Instagram. So, um, you know, it's, it's like I said, we know we need that. Um, I just don't really do it for my own personal self. Um, probably do the chagrin of the label and maybe band members. They're like, dude, you're the singer and you got no Facebook, but it's that's the way it's going to be. You know, I don't, <clears throat> I mean, look, don't get me wrong, there's, there's great aspects of social media and it really, you know, it makes a band global immediately, which is crazy because back in the day you were a local band and then you would send out tapes, right? You'd send out the copy, like Metallica's No Life to Leather. That was the way they got, became a global band, you know, and now you just, you could post something immediately and you might get a reply from somebody in like Chile in matters of minutes, you know, whatever, but um, it's a different world. Um, 
and utilize the strengths of it and the good things about it and then maybe some of the the crappy things that's the whole reason i wrote into the attention span you know some of the the trappings of them i think uh you want to try to avoid and mm -hmm. that's not easy to do of course but it's a shame that as you say when armored saint began success was measured in sales record sales and so on whereas now success is almost measured in likes and subscribes right. and views <laughs> well you know we put and we put out our video you know and i'm i'm caught up in it like anybody else you know i want to see how many you know how many people are watching our video and then and then you see the thumbs down and you're like who doesn't like it like why don't you like it but hey that's the life of an artist you know some people are going to not like it man that's the way it is so um it is weird it is a different world out there and um you know, I wouldn't even know where to start if I was a, you know, beginning in a, in a band these days. Uh, and thankfully, mm. I'm not. And, you know, I still feel real lucky that we have a record company, Metal Blade, and they're amazing. And um, they're super knowledgeable about the, the about the genre, needless to say. And they support us extremely high. And, um, you know, we're, we're lucky on that. So, you know. I do. I, I tell my band members, I'm willing to do as many interviews as you guys want. You know, that's that's something. And I love talking about the music we make and stuff. I just don't necessarily want to go and, you know, post something of like, hey, today I had Honduras coffee today. And I try I normally drink, uh, you know, my Colombian coffee. But this is my new brand. Like, I don't give a crap about that, man. I don't, I don't talk about that stuff, you know. Mm. I don't know. That's... that's you know, I today I walked my dog, and my dog had a runny poop in <laughs> comparison to the normal turds. That, like, I, people post this crap. You know, come on, man. I'm like, no one needs to know that from me. They want to hear about music and lyrics, and then I'll I'll do interviews and I'll I'll tell you about that through that through yeah. that you know medium. But it's funny, like everyone's a critic now, right, Carl? Everyone's a journalist now. You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and it's amazing even with your removal from that side of life um armored saints have stayed incredibly relevant and important to the modern times does that something that surprises you um i you know maybe a little bit we're really lucky that um that we can generate new people and new fans of a new generation because we are older men we're guys in our 50s so um you know, I mean, we have shows where people are bringing their kids, which is great. You know, it's awesome. You know, um, I think it's I think that's a real true test for a band is is longevity. Yeah. And how long you're going to be able to last. You know, some bands are amazing for one record and that's it. And and the one record's great. But, you know, sometimes that's it um, to make eight records. is I, I'm just I marvel at it, actually, to be honest. So uh, I really I really feel good about that. You know, you when it comes to when it comes to art and, and records and music and movies and acting and sculptures and painting, anything is artistic or writing. You don't really know what the public is going to feel about it. You know, there really is an aspect of letting go that I think is really important because you just don't know. You really don't. Um, so you believe in it. You do yeah. the best you can do. You you challenge yourself, and then at some point you let it go, and um, it's a scary realization when that happens. Because, like I said, some people with a matter of sentences, somebody goes, "This is crap." Yeah, you know, it's just like, ah, oh, 
I've spent years working crafting this, and in a in a matter of seconds, somebody could go, "This is this is rubbish," you know. So you got to be you got to be strong. You got to be like, "Oh well," you know, and and embrace the people that love it, and the people that don't. You got to be able to just take it, and um, and that's life, you know. That's and that's the life of a of a musician, you know. But um, I think it makes you stronger, actually. I really do. So long career that you've had do you think you've managed to grow a very thick skin then i have you have to right you need mm. you really do um you know in the early days we would probably be like insecure about it and and hurt you know by comments now i just uh, what i say is as long as it's funny like if somebody posts something and it's funny then i'll <laughs> laugh even if it's you know putting me down um is if it's witty it's got to be witty if it's witty, then I then I won't mind because then I'll just say, ah, that's funny. But okay. uh, but you know, if it's just you know, if it's if it's really just kind of hurtful and you know, I was like, oh well, what are you gonna do? You just gotta take it. You know, what, that's all you can do. Yeah, just take it. Okay, John, I got one more for you, and I let you go. Going forward, right? Punch in the sky is a banger. It's a crowd pleaser, in my opinion. It doesn't feel like you're stuck in the '80s, but doesn't ignore the past either it's the kind of album that in my opinion both old and new fans are going to love as a unit as a unit armored saint seems stronger than ever is that the case in your opinion um i do you know one of the things that i always champion about the band is that it's the same guys it's the same Mm. five dudes who've been here for years um if dave pritchard was still alive he'd be here too and um it there's just a connection between these guys. It's really amazing. We don't, I can't imagine anybody else in this band. Um, I think that the bond goes really, it goes very far back and it's a really strong bond. And that's not to say we don't have disagreements because believe me, we do. But, um, you know, it's just a real strong connection. And I think that's the thing that really kind of propels us forward. So, um, you know, like I said, taking chances is really important for us, and c- keeping connected internally with each other is, is really important. And you know, where are we going to go from here? I don't know, but I, 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 I really feel like our new album is is a major step. You know, and if if you look at our discography from the beginning to now, I think you just see a complete growth, and I think that's the thing that we're always yearning to have. So. Um, and I think we've done it. You know, I really do. I mean, I don't. I'm not into like patting myself on the back, but I, I feel good about what our progress has been through the years, and um, it's pretty much right on target. So um, that I think is is a great accomplishment. So when I when we have that, when you see us live, when whenever we will see us mm. live, um, you'll feel that you'll feel that from the band because you because of all the established relations. And, and the belief in the band, I think that's, I think you'll, you'll feel it. When you go to see St. Live, you, you do feel that. You do feel that connection um, with us. So, and the fans are, you know, they're instrumental in that, obviously. So that's the key is to always having this kind of connection uh, between the band and the fans with music. I mean, we can do that. And then whether it's 10 people or whether it's, you know, 10,000, and it really doesn't matter. That's the the goal. And on that wonderful message, I think that's where we'll leave it, John. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. 
Oh, thank you, Carl. Thanks for for having me, and I appreciate all the support through the you know the years. And um, you know, thanks for having a good interview. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash gbhbl, as well as Big Cartel, where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror, and heavy metal. What else is life for?